Oh, man, I hate Mondays. Nah, man, it's Tuesday. Wait, 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 what day is it? You know what day it is. Tuesday. Bruce Day Tuesday. Oh, fuck yeah! Grab a cold one. It's Bruce Day Tuesday. Brought to you by the Cellar and Six Pack Store. Here's Drez and Big Nate. Boom! Bruce Day Tuesday indeed. It is brought to you by the Southern Restaurant Six Pack Store in downtown Blacksburg. I am Drez. Big Nate sits across from me in the faded Bowie shirt. How long have you had that? Your, uh, whole, your whole life? I, I I wish. Honestly, I think it's been two years. That's it? It's usually one of my favorites. So, so it, what, did it come like secondhand or is it, is it just like one of those I, ones that's designed no, to the, look like really old? It was designed to look really old. This was ordered from the Bowie online store shortly after he passed away and... Uh, Fun story with it. They sent us the wrong size, so now my my two year old son also has a uh, oh nice matching David Bowie shirt. It's always fun to pull those out together. Oh yeah, that is good and that is classic. So it is uh, a Bruce Day Tuesday. These beers I've been sitting on for shoot, I guess about a month now almost. Um, from Cincinnati, we got Rheingeist uh, out of Ohio, of course. Uh, I just popped their Truth, which is an I P ale. Uh, rare are moments of truth. When you're stuck, the last match, belting out tunes with your friends, staring deep into the campfire, times when you feel infinite. Our truth is found in the long word, br- <laughs> brilliance of hops, brewed with a nod to the Pacific hop sizzle, with tropic fruit, aroma, grapefruit, and mango notes, and a dry finish. This one's coming in at 7.2%, 75 IBUs. All right. Well, so first of all, you held your can up, of course, and I and I noticed as I always do. It seems like there's a theme going on here because first of all, you get the truth, and and it's very similar in design, and I, and I always love that in a in a can. But uh, this is the Vision, their West Coast style pale ale, and uh, of course, there's there's a statement to be made here. Take a trip up to the coastline of imagination. This West Coast Pale Ale seeks insight in clear blue skies, radiant sunsets, walks in the woods, and crashing waves. Vision is packed with intense hop character to inspire, while a clean finish leaves room for daydreams. Good grooves on the horizon. And uh, it's 5.5% ABV. Uh, No, as far as I can tell, I don't see it anywhere on the IBUs. I mean, West Coast style Pale Ale is going to be on the lower side, but... uh, also brewed and canned in Cincinnati, Ohio, mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. Rheingeist Brewery. Yes, so I, uh, you know, I, I got a variety pack um, pretty soon after I guess we went to Ohio because I wanted to have something, you know, at the RV or maybe you know like a a tailgate beer or whatever. Although that never actually did come to fruition, but I wanted to have something unstock on hand, ready to drink. And uh, you know, that's one of the things I've been going for when you're going shopping is looking. For those variety packs, if you can find one that uh, has, you know, two, three, or, you know, awesomely four, and sometimes now they even have like five variety packs, you can get like those 15 packs where you get three of three of the same ones of five different beers, which is pretty awesome. But um, this one, I hadn't tried most of their beers, so I figured I'd give it a go. And uh, yeah, while incarceration, uh, I guess we might as well, we'll do the incarceration show, basically, because we never really touched on that. I did bring back... 
uh, those quad IPAs from Flying Monkey, those were from Ohio as well. Um, but uh, and again, we didn't go to Cincinnati. I haven't been to Cincinnati, but I haven't been to Rheingeist. But um, we got this 12 pack and uh, figured, you know, I still got some laying around, so I, I figured I'd save one of each from the 12 pack for uh, for the show. This is this is the second Cincinnati related beer I've had in my life. Of course, the uh, the, the first being the Bell's Two Hearted tailgating at a Cincinnati Reds game story, but. Uh, I'm very excited because I, I like what they got going on here with the cans. Yeah, Rheingeist is good, uh, and we'll see. So these ones are they're more just kind of standard. I got the, just a regular IPA, and you have the West Coast style. Um, next round, we are going to be continuing with the IPAs, but they do, you know, they, they mix it up a little bit. We got a couple of different sort of a deals that we can try. But either way, as far as, uh, and I can't remember, did I touch on the beer, the craft beer selection at incarceration? You did not. You talked about stuff off campus. Okay. Well, on premises, there that's was- That's a better word than campus. There was- uh, But it's a prison, so that's campus still. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was indeed. Um, I wanted to- I need to pull it up because I got to make sure I get it right of what all they had. Um, if, if memory serves though, which it definitely serves because it's not hard to remember, they had one craft beer to choose from. Ooh. I don't, and then in the entire festival. Well, you're um, incarcerated. I it think was. They get that much choice. It, it was like being in jail. It really was. Um, all right. So now I'm thinking about. All right, so first things first. I'm wearing the incarceration shirt that I chose. After much deliberation, this was the one I went with. It's pretty sweet. You got like I, I like the colors. You know, very vibrant. You got your orange, your pinks, and stuff. And on a black, it looks good. But that looks are, like Chad Gray. Remind me, what are the dates on the? Uh, the hopefully, it's got the dates back there. Or maybe it's on the front, actually. But yeah, there's no dates on the back, just bands. It must be on the front. Or maybe it just says the year on his knuckles. Okay, either way, they had one craft beer. I was going to look it up and and say what it was, but now it's probably not worth the time to try and figure that out. But uh, yeah, they only had one, which was a bit disappointing. What was it? That's what I was going to do, but now, I, like I'm saying, I, mean, oh, okay. I was looking up when the actual day of the festival so I could scroll my untapped and go back to find it, but that's going to be a lot of scrolling because, you know, I drink a lot of beer. See, I've, I've got very limited festival experience, and I, I, I feel like I've been spoiled. Um, OzFest 06, I was 16, so obviously couldn't, couldn't buy beer there, so it didn't matter. It was uh, whatever you could get your hands on, but Floyd Fest has always been the festival I go to every year and they always knock it out of the park with the beer selection. So mm -hmm. I, I'm always intrigued to know, All right. you know, kind of what these other festivals are doing, like big things like that. Craft beer is a huge yeah. portion and, of the beverage market. And you'd think like, okay, cause I've been to numerous rock festivals and usually there's, you know, maybe you'd have one at some spots and then you go and find like the craft beer bar that has like the real selections on draft or whatever the case may be. Not not the case. Uh, Platform Beers Haze Jude was the one craft beer that they offered. Uh, and it wasn't bad, but one thing that did suck was a uh, 16-ounce can price. $12? That is correct. Oh. So, I uh, and I got one day one. I was like, okay, whatever. And then day two, we went over and figured, you know, okay, I'll grab another one. BB got a cocktail. Like it should have been sixteen dollars or twenty six dollars, but it was only twenty five. I was just like, oh, I saved a dollar somehow. And then 
they pop it and it's only a 12 ounce can instead of a 16 ounce can. I'm like, what? And then I look, oh yeah, they marked it down. It's now just $11, but they ran out of 16 ounce cans. So I'm only doing 12 ounce cans. Yeah, that's, cans. that's not how that works. That doesn't quite proportion out. The math does right. not add up. So honestly, I did. I brought, I was just like, what? Like it was a fourth more of the beer yesterday. And it, and, and what, I save a dollar? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's like, not going to fly. So yeah, I brought it up and I actually wasn't too happy. And then the dude was just like, they actually get, refunded me and let me keep the beer. So I was like, okay, well, that's I nice. Threw him a nice little tip after that's, that. That's but, good. But still, I was just like, man, that's that left a bad taste. Well, it tasted good after that, but I was not happy for a little bit. No, that's until not until I got that sorted. That's not a good move. And I and I feel like, I mean, it's it's a it's a hard rock festival. <clears throat> we are mm-hmm. we are drinkers by nature. Uh, I think it kind of comes with the territory: sex, drugs, rock and roll. Well. I mean, you're kind of skimping out on one of those things there. Yeah, I don't know. And how much was it domestic versus like like your Bud Lights, your Miller Lights? I mean, I obviously I didn't buy any of those, but I mean, it was probably. So I think ours was the premier beer or whatever. It was twelve. So I think the other ones were ten, maybe nine. But I think so. I think they were even ten. So I'm like, of course you're gonna pay a couple extra bucks for the better beer, but. Either way, I digress. I don't want to dwell on uh, the lack of great, uh, you know, beer selection. I'd rather focus. Let's talk on, about the good things, the yeah, positives. Yeah, like the uh, the awesomeness. That, it was just a really cool venue. I mean, like I said, this is where they filmed Shawshank. So we did the tour, and um, I didn't realize this, but um, so if you've seen Shawshank Redemption, uh, spoiler alert, kind of it's not a crazy spoiler, but remember the old guy that was. Uh, Brooks, the, the 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 librarian or whatever, and he finally gets out and he goes to like society and stuff and he stays in like that halfway house. That halfway his halfway house, his room was in the prison. That was also in the prison. Like so they had the like Brooks was here that he carved on like that overhead yeah. beam and stuff. I did not realize or know that that was there. So I thought that that was a nice little pleasant surprise being in that in that room, which was pretty cool. No, I mean the the whole mm-hmm. concept is just pretty flawless i think uh you kind of get your hands on something like that it's pretty special pretty unique and i think that's something that uh danny wimmer and, and crew bring to the table with everything they do mm-hmm. and yeah. uh so yeah it was cool and then they had the tattoo obviously that the ink did po- you get ink we tried um oh you did yeah i actually did i mean you know we took a day or two to think about what we might want to get and then once we figured that out I knew it was a long shot to go in on the last day and hope that there was an availability appointment wise. And then when there was inclement weather on the last day and they delayed opening the gates, which of course means people that did have tattoo appointments couldn't get in to do them. And uh, so we went, we went in first thing on that on Sunday, uh, trying, but obviously there were no available appointments. It was a lost cause. Do you care to share on air what you were going to get? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. Uh, I guess eventually we might end up getting it or whatever. It was one of those things where you wanted to do it there because it's a that little, was cool little to get... secret outside of JT. None of us have tattoos. Yeah, and he's just got the uh, animal from the Muppets on his forearm. It's funny. I and mean, we were thinking about that because we didn't have tattoos. Obviously, an average, a lot of people have tattoos. Rock shows, metal shows, even more so. Metal shows and at festivals where it is actually a tattoo festival as well. I asked a few people and we came to the conclusion that I, I would imagine it was probably about one out of 20. I think that we were in that 5% uh, rarity of somebody at that festival that had zero yeah. tattoos. 
so yeah, so we just we found this cool symbol, uh, the Norse. Oh gosh, I got, I, it, had, it has like a couple different names. Uh, See, it, it's something that I've put a lot of consideration into, and I've, I've had these ideas for tattoos like all these years. Like I've had, oh, this year I want to get this, this I want to get this, and like I've put thought into it. Like I've designed mm-hmm. several different tattoos for myself, like throughout. Eh, probably about since I graduated college and I've never like followed through Yeah, because in my, the back of my mind is that thought, uh, what if something changes? A lot of mine are things from movies. Like, uh, for a while I wanted to get Alex from a clockwork orange. And then on the cover of the book, there's this cool eye that I wanted to get. And it's just like, well, what tones and times change, man. Like, so like I, I've got to truly design something that's spectacular and entirely unique. And I just haven't hit the nail on the head yet. Yeah. So I, I mean, I always thought I figured my first tattoo cause I was so obsessed and engrossed with Nirvana. I figured that, you know, the cross smiley face thing. Um, and then once I found out that my, uh, family had a family like crest, like a seal, I thought that that was cool. So I figured I would get that. But I wasn't about to get that, you know, because that, that's going to be more intricate. And, you know, we wanted something simple that could probably actually get done quickly. And it doesn't need, it's you know, somebody that you could just walk up and do it because anybody could probably do this tattoo. Yeah. Of course, that being said, there were a lot of talent. Like, I'm pretty sure most everybody tattoo artists there were very talented. And like, I mean, they... No, I saw some really cool. pictures. Like, there was definitely some cool artwork going on. Oh, yeah. Without question. And I, I just... And then that's another thing to me is like there there are people like uh, particularly the Maori who have their tattoos like done by hand with hammer and like a, a I mean it's not a nail it's like a mm-hmm. whalebone of some sort and like that's a lot of dedication and I feel like we kind of just cheapen the experience and with the gun yeah like <laughs> so I, I don't know like it's well I was also thinking it major how, commitment well of course it's a prison so you know you're getting a prison tat but not really but. <laughs> Uh, it would have been cool if one of them was doing it pre- like they got like a Walkman like that they've just modified, you know, where they're actually using like you know like a, a, a like a a pin or whatever. And I know that stick. there's ways to make shifts, you know, in prison. They even like I remember somebody was telling me that they've they've seen it used where like you know those little like the little handheld fans. You take the motor from that and then you do this and that. I'm, I get really crafty in prisons coming up with fun stuff. But the thing that we were looking at was it's called the Web of Weird which is a, a Nordic symbol uh, that represents interconnectedness of past, present, and future. So it's just this, it's, I mean, I, I guess I could try and share a screen or something, but you can Google it, look it up. It's just basically, you know, a basic little symbol that it seemed like something that could be done easily. And, um, you know, it's just Quickly. straight straight lines, like, and it's just, you know, it's cool. So, uh, but that did not happen. But uh, what are you going to do? Have Have you ever? Maybe someday been in a situation where you're at a party and someone has a tattoo gun and they're getting tattoos yes and i would i've never been dumb enough to to hop on that but uh i've i have an interesting story if uh if we've got time maybe we'll save it let's untap these beers and maybe you can tell uh share that little ink story coming up we are doing rheingeist beer cincinnati made uh i'm drinking the truth ipa he's got the west coast style over yonder how's the uh the vision treating you well uh I, I'm glad you handed this to me because I see like crap, but this beer is delicious. Um, I mean, from a packaging standpoint to a drinking standpoint, it, it's very well executed. Of course, this is coming out of a can, and as we've learned, draft is always better. But it's solid, it's drinkable as as a West Coast style. I would I would grab it if I saw it on the store shelves. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a 
4.25. Yeah, solid, solid. And there's a reason I gave him the West Coast because usually that's not my favorite style of IPA. So I opted for the more uh, typical truth from my guy, 7.2%, which is a solid ABV, might I say, uh, a Huck session, as we always like to say it when Huck was around. Uh, solid beer, man. Just a great IPA. Uh, this one was is probably my favorite out of the variety pack. Uh, although there is something to be said with one of these ones that's coming up. Um, but yeah, man, I thought it was great. Uh, just an easy drinker. It tastes just as you'd want from an IPA. It tastes just like an IPA. It's got some nice lacing to it. Obviously, it is empty. My glass is totally gone because it goes down easy like a, like a beer should. I'd say it's a four and a half, man. This is good beer. Um, and now we're going to take a quick break. We'll play a tune. Uh, I would say that I mean, there was a number of bands that I saw that were awesome, but uh, the standout might have been Corn, because Corn's always a good one. Corn is always a um, good choice. So I'm gonna play. We'll play some Corn. We'll play the song that uh, BB. It was her very first song that she crowd surfed to. She had never crowd surfed oh. before. So uh, and she was nervous. That's about, a story. She was really nervous about doing it. Um, and then finally she was waiting for a certain song and she was just like, look, if they're not, if they don't play it next, I'm just, I'm just not going to do it. I can't do it. And then sure enough, it's Kismet. Freak on a Leash was cued. So we'll bless that one out. We'll come back. We'll drink some more beer and talk a little bit more about incarceration on Bruise Day Tuesday right here with 105.3 The Bear. Stick around. 